Welcome to Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings with Bridie Tanner featuring Jack and Andre. (laughs) FBI Radio. It is that time on a Monday morning where we talk all things film, cinema, movies with Jack and Andre, our film lords. Welcome. Hey, honeybees. Hey, how are you going? Keep your texts coming in for Dear Film Lords on 0409 945 945. What sort of things could people ask you if they were so inclined? If they were so inclined, who is the best person to interview about film apart from Jack and I? Pressing question. <laughs> Otherwise, do, you, do you like hearing about other people's dreams? Who should play Shigo in the Kim Possible live action film remake? That's amazing. All great questions. Is there anything worse than talking about a movie or book that you haven't seen? Exactly. I mean, no, just make it up. How do you grapple with being a film critic if you fall asleep in every single movie that you see? Including yesterday. <laughs> Including yesterday. Okay, Jack, this isn't about my autobiography. This is about I watch films. Andre sleep for about half an hour in a film and then I tap in and I'm like, hey, we've got to review this one. Andre's like, I'm not sleeping. <laughs> what have we got co- coming up in two reviews today? Funnily enough, we have a slept through movie, Madeline's Madeline. I'm just kidding. I didn't fall asleep in Madeline's Madeline. And Madeline. a movie that I fully slept through, aka didn't see at all, a simple favour. But we will still talk about it and we're still going to give you a pressing impression of it. So, Bridie, that was a perfect question because yeah. we're both going to lie today. Amazing. <laughs> Let's jump into this. Movie news. We have some hot goss from the set of Jordan Peele's new film in America. One of our friends, who we're not going to name, is working in the costume department. And for any Jordan Peele fans out there, reminder, Jordan Peele directed Get Out, huge film from last year. That was his debut, right? That was his debut feature film, yes. He's a very famous comedian. He's been going for ages. We have some goss from the set. Apparently, Jordan Peele has a very soft and gentle face and is very nice <laughs> and funny. And that's all we can say about the film. I feel like we're, you know, when people rat out celebrities to like a, a, a mag mm. you know and it's like one of their close friends has talked about a split I feel like we're that because she's definitely signed a non-disclosure agreement we're exactly. getting this information about his soft face from like a very like sensitive source um, director of Call Me By Your Name and Tarantino are butting up but I really just think this is just because Tarantino loved Suspiria I just think it's because Luca Guadagnino isn't actually gay. He's just a total bro. Ooh. Are they buddying up as in making a film together? or Probably, let's be honest. Look, I actually wrote up this news and then I put a huge line through it because I did not want to talk about it. So let's move on to the next thing. Las Rosas, who we had, we had Maria um, in this, in sorry, Daisy um, Montevallo, Montalvo in the studio to talk to us about this. This is a web series set in Western Sydney. It's a telenovela yeah, web it, series. This crazy melodrama that's set out in the Western suburbs. But it's going to be premiering at the Kazula Powerhouse, which so, which is really exciting. Check out the website for more details about that. And where can people listen to your podcast and in-depth interviews? You can listen to it on the FBI radio site, under podcasts, under movies, movies, movies. I think you can just go fbiradio.com slash movies and it takes you straight there. That's exactly. insane. 100%. Veteran Japanese actress Kiki Kirin has died at 75. If you guys oh, haven't yeah. seen Shoplifters because it hasn't come out in Australia yet, she is the star of Shoplifters. To give you a bit of an idea, she is a huge Titanic actress. It'd be like if Helen Mirren or Judi Dench passed away. She's just And this movie that she was in that won the Palme d'Or at Cannes this year is just so impressively about her and age and aging and being a matriarch in a family so seeing her having her pass away this year is just so weirdly cinematic and beautiful because her last role is just something of just a beautiful representation of motherhood this could really swing the books in like away from the favor of lady gaga to win the best actress nomination very very true it could be the first or she's supporting post, i haven't seen it post oh she's definitely supporting i think well hot who knows if we had a if we had a battle off lady gaga versus Good old Kiki Kieran at the Oscars. Uh, that's something that I would tune into. 
dear Phil Maud's text has come through. What's your favourite period piece? Very funny question because Jack and I always talk about how we avoid period films. Oh no, I avoid period okay, films. Okay, you avoid period films and I secretly I, love them. In that case, I mean, I'm obviously going to say. Don't say, don't say, don't say. I'm going to say Jack's and then you're going to say mine, okay, Jack? Okay. Okay, okay. Jack's okay. favorite period film is 100% The Hours. It has three periods in it Virginia Woolf at 1912, 1960s Julianne Moore, and then current day Meryl Streep all playing versions of Virginia Woolf. That's your favorite period film. Yours is probably just American Horror Story Hotel. Jack, <gasps> put that phone away. Put that phone away. <laughs> He's getting Dear Film Lords texts from my favourite period film lover who's also a cinema girl who just loves anything period and probably her favourite is Bright Star. My favourite period film is Marie Antoinette by Sofia Coppola. That movie That's is a classic genius, and if you want to have a, if you want to have an argument about Sofia Coppola please text in because I'm ready. And to finish the film news this week Christopher Nolan and Paul Thomas Anderson the most famous film bros <laughs> are finding ways to make TVs less gross and HD so that directors who direct films in a certain way don't have their movies completely edited and photoshopped to fit by, like, HD. Flux. Um, crazy, you know, high-vis 3D new TVs. Frame blending. As you have all seen, uh, these new TVs are becoming way more in-depth and less pixelated and way more high-res, and they're essentially botching up all these movies. So these two film directors are trying to find ways to make it less cringy and gross to watch films on TV. Amazing. We are going to go to a break and come back with two reviews and Sydney Spotlight, where people can find out what cinema happenings happening around mm. them. Before we do, can we talk about Pink for one second? Mm. She's in town. What are your thoughts? So, oh. Pink is also a film lord. She is in a fabulous horror movie about the catacombs in Paris. I'm fairly sure it's called Catacombs, but Jack, She's what's... also a film lord because she is stars in Charlie's Angels' Full Throttle and mm. she sings probably the best song in cinematic history. Certainly does, and I think we have the song right now. Are we cool uh, to play... This is a uh, Feel, Feel Good, Good Time, Time by, by Pink. Pink. In honour of her concert tonight. I think it's tonight. Who cares? <laughs> You're on Movies, Movies, Movies. This is Mornings.
song from our favourite Pink, who was immortalised in the Charlie's Angels film. I'm joined by Jack and Andre. You're in the middle of movies, movies, movies. Someone asking, Dear Film Lords, what was your favourite from Sydney Underground Film Festival? Your favourite film? I went and saw the Slits documentary, um, Here To Be Heard, which was insane. If anyone doesn't know about the Slits, they were a punk band, all-female punk band, at the same time as The Clash and, like, were friends with Sid Vicious and, like, all of the Sex Pistols. And they were just, like, wiped from history because they were women and their music was better. They had Nina Cherry in the front and... um, that was a crazy indie documentary to watch. My favourite is, and I'm definitely very biased, was uh, Evie Friedrich's uh, short film Cherry, cool. which screened in the Osploit section. It was a short film about female sexuality, but it was a b- three tales of female sexuality juxtaposed with a children's birthday party. So if you're into, you know, fairy bread and uh, losing your virginity all in one movie with a bit of uh, kinky BDSM, then Cherry's oh, for you, I think. Sounds like my favourite Goosebumps book. Mm. I think that nicely brings us into this. Two. Reviews. One review. And then and then another review. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Who will be going first for two reviews today? It's me. It's me. Andre, what are you going to be reviewing? I'm reviewing the new, the the bound to be a classic film, A Simple Favor, <laughs> starring Blake Lively. Hello, people. Blake Lively is in a new film. Wake up and smell the Blake Lively Tressa May hair. A Simple Favor is the film equivalent of a crisp Maroon 5 album. It's very plain. It's a bit goofball. It's a thriller. It's also starring Anna Kendrick, who is the most Maroon 5 actress in Hollywood. She plays a mom living in a quasi-Big Little Lies bubble of questionable wealth outside New York City. Her daily routine, making YouTube tutorials, 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 teaching equally boring moms, is interrupted when the chic Blake Lively, and let me just say, no one can play Blake Lively quite like Blake Lively, turns this film into a bit of a gone girl situation. She enters her life and everything goes crazy. Paul Figg is the director of A Simple Favour, which stars Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. And let me just say, these two leads have serious lame core reputations to carry on their shoulders, but the sheer confidence this film and its leads project makes for some Desperate Housewives meets Gossip Girl mindless fun. For all its cringe and plot holes, this is 2018, and it's important to champion all the films about rich people with nothing to do but solve mysteries. And if that idea tickles your fancy, then A Simple Favour is enjoyable and won't make you regret seeing a film where Blake Lively finally gets to say the F word on screen, XOXO. What is this sit between Ghostbusters and Search Party? Very funny that you, funnily enough that you bring that up, oop, just tap the mic. This is a very Search Party kind of film, and I was actually wondering, did Paul Fig just watch Big Little Lies Search Party two years ago? and then quickly churn out this movie thinking that it'll come at the same time. But it's a little bit too post those works for it to kind of work, I think. I don't want to sound patronising or anything, but Paul Figg is the director of Bridesmaids, Ghostbusters, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, the, the I feel like The Boss, something like that, Spy. I think you're probably going to be the only person talking about Paul Figg with regards to this movie because all I want to talk about is Blake Lively because, what can I say, I'm a sucker for the Blake. A Simple Favour, a.k.a. a film with Blake Lively in mm-hmm. it. Uh, Andre, what do you give it in a word? Probably just simple, to be honest, but that's that's sometimes okay. <laughs> I'm going to be reviewing Madeline's Madeline, which is the much-hyped, like, kind of, like, star film of Sydney Underground Film Festival. It'll probably never get a release, which is why I'm reviewing it. So if you're listening and you're a distributor, please release this film. 
This is not a movie for people who don't like hearing about other people's dreams. It's possibly all a psych ward hallucination. Madeline's Madeline starts out from the perspective of a cat, which is then someone performing a cat to a nurse who then might be a theatre director or maybe, like, the real director of the film. And then she's acting her experiences out on stage, but then we see the real versions of those fucked up experiences in a car and a house, and then she says that those were all in a nightmare. Madeline's Madeline is like Gaspar Noé directed What to Expect When You're Expecting with the cinematographer of Tree of Life. Helena Howe's Madeline wants to kill her neurotic single mum, who's played by the iconic Miranda July who wrote The First Bad Man, and impress her culty drama teacher. But all you need to know is that she's dissociative and emotionally volatile. The earnest experimental theatre setting can be cringe as fuck, but that's kind of the point. It's about the exploitation of performers, in this case, complicated by age, gender, race and mental illness. This is one of the first major turning points of the new cinema we're going to see more of, which I'm excited about. It's unflinching, unlikable, extremist auteur work from female creatives, in this case Josephine Decker and Ashley Connor. It's powerful and specific and immersive as a bad trip. Ange, is this cinematic cafe art like you called it in the cinema? I actually also called it the equivalent of if every single person who works at Lentils is anything made a movie because it is a bit cafe art. But, you know, I'm cynical and uh, I actually don't know anything about movies and I still love Miranda July after seeing this film of hers. And this movie had me thinking, is this truly annoying or genius? Am I the right person to talk about it? Probably not. (laughs) Jack Madeline's Madeline in a word. Ooh, um, in, oh, I don't want to say a lame word. Like, I'm just going to say yoga. Excellent. I'm going to say espresso. Espresso. You're on mornings. This is Movies, Movies, Movies on FBI Radio. And now comes the time when we find out a little bit more about what's happening around town. Sydney Spotlight. We are here to give you the deets on what Australian films are being released this week in Sydney. On Thursday, we have Ghost Hunter, which is directed by Ben Lawrence, which Jack called one of his favourite films of the year. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy thriller, neo-noir documentary thriller that follows a security guard who is also a ghost hunter who's grappling with some trauma in his past and also trying to assemble his life into a cohesive whole, having suffered lots of trauma as a kid. And it's coming out on Thursday. On that same day, we have Ladies in Black, which is about some women wearing black clothes in the 60s, I think, is based based on the trailer. Australian, Sydney. Australian, Sydney. Makes me think that it's going to be like white lady funerals. I have no idea, though, what to expect from this film. It's hard because I could tell it's a period piece, so I just immediately tuned out. And also directed by an Australian is I Am Paul Walker, following on from I Am Heath Ledger. Mm Mm-hmm documentary about Paul Walker, who is the person from Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow night, there's also Clipped Music Video Festival, which mm-hmm. is part of The Fringe, which is playing at Golden Age. And then I actually got this one just on my way here. There's a movie night poster up on one of the poles outside Regent Street, outside the studio, that's advertising a free event at the Leichhardt Town Hall. And it says there's two compelling documentaries about the conflict in Western Sahara. I feel like if you're getting your movie nights from posters on the street, you're doing the right thing. One of them's called Sirocco, which is called The Winds of Resistance. And the other one is La Guerra, My Forgotten Land. So I have no idea what to expect from that. I need to do more research, but I was excited by seeing it on the road. And also, let me just say, if you haven't seen You Were Never Really Here yet, then uh, you were doing yourself a disservice. Go and see You Were Never Really Here. We've said we it th- cannot say it enough. Three we said weeks, it about five times. Three weeks running. We need to just remind everyone to go see that film. Jack and Andre bringing posters into the radio studio <laughs> and <laughs> announcing them for the world. For movies, 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 everything you want to find out, everything you've heard today is going to be up and concise for you on the program page. Uh, FBIRadio.com is where to head. You can also check out Instagram mm-hmm. at movies underscore movies underscore movies.
underscore. Is <laughs> a track from HTRK. This is More to Enjoy. Yes, hey, Rock. Thanks, Film Lords. No worries. Thanks, Thanks for bringing also. Pink in. <laughs> This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.